Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Shred Coach Podcast with Tom Adams. On this episode, Tom converses with Jay Barwick, VP of Operations of River Mill Data Management, located in Columbus, Georgia. Now, Jay discusses practical ways they've implemented internal communication for improved team connection within the organization. And Jay shares about his regular driver meetings and how that's given River Mill some of the best return on that investment. So keep listening. Jay Barwick, welcome to the Shred Coach Podcast. I'm glad you're here. So uh, which company do you work for? I am with River Mill Data Management and Savannah Shredding. And where are you located? Savannah tends to give it away, but... <laughs> We're actually located in Columbus, Georgia. My drivers in Savannah work remotely. We've been around since 2001, provide on-site shredding for the southern half of Georgia and a small part of Alabama. Also offer record storage, scanning, media vault storage, electronics removal and recycling. So you got a full offering. Yeah, we do. We stay pretty... You know, we keep ourselves busy. Good, good. So uh, tell me about your shredding operation. You said you're mobile. Are you primarily mobile-based or are you mobile and plant? What's your makeup in that regard? As far as paper shredding, we're 100% mode. We are certified for off-site hard drive, SSD, and non-paper media, like computer media destruction. We're certified for paper, hard drive, SSD, non-paper and product destruction remotely. Got it. So how many trucks roughly are you running and how many staff? What's the size of your operation? Right now I'm down a truck, but I have another one on order. But right now we have, we, we have six trucks in Columbus and two in Savannah. Okay. So you're running eight trucks and that would mean, what are you running uh, 12, 15 staff? What's your staff count? 14. 14. Wow. That was a pretty good guess on my yeah. part. All right. And, and you said you service Southern Georgia. And a little bit of Alabama, you said. Lost sliver of Alabama. We go maybe 30, 40 miles west of us because we're right on the Alabama border. But it, it's a very small portion of Alabama service. Got it. Got it. Okay. So we have a contextually the, the kind of company you are. And as you know, the focus of this podcast is stuff you've done or implemented or strategies or tactics that have had a discernible impact on your business. So let's start with that. What's what? As you think about your business and what you guys do, what is something that you want to talk about today? Well, you know, I was reading through the pod, I was listening to the podcast the other day and I saw um, Corey Tomchick spoke on over communicating with the customer. I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about improved communication in the workplace. Mm, okay. Kind of ex expand on that. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things we do ar around here, we have weekly office staff meetings every Monday morning to get all the office staff on the same page as to what's going on that week, the status of our trucks, you know, what big purges are coming up, you know, in anything we need to know about. If there's a shred event coming up that weekend, keeps everybody on the same page. We also have, I also have quarterly driver meetings. You know, with them being out on the road all the time, we get them in one Saturday every three months, about a two hour meeting. It gets them up to speed on new, on new things going on, new policies. I also get a lot of really good feedback from the drivers that have helped us refine our policies. And it also, you know, they're also able to tell me my routes are getting overloaded. We need, you know, we're having an issue with this customer or, you know, this, this customer said this and needs you know, more service. So it, it's a really good tool for that. Yeah. I implemented that probably about seven or eight years ago. And it's been a really great tool. Nice. Uh, nice. Let's go back. Allow me to just jump yeah. back a little bit here. You talk about really improving internal communications. 
But I guess the question for me that precedes that sometimes is where was there an issue with internal communications that led you to make a deliberate decision to do this? At the time, you know, if something was going, you know, if something needed to be communicated to the driver, it was either just a paper memo in their box or catch them as they come in. And, you know, sometimes they don't come in until after you leave. We have them leaving sometimes at six o'clock in the morning. Sometimes they don't. 630 at night. So sometimes you don't see a driver for three or four days. The office staff stuff was kind of getting communicated by word of mouth, but it wasn't, there needed to be some improvement. So it, it it's really helped a lot get everybody on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the improved communication, there's also other tools that we've been using. One important thing that my dad, who founded the company in 2001, has always been adamant about and I, he- I heard it brought up a lot this year that at the nade conference is when you call you speak with a live person instead of getting a telephone tree that's very important because it it improves communication with the client and it improves that client relationship because i don't know about you if i call someplace and i'm on a i'm going through a phone tree for five minutes by the time i get on the phone with the person i'm already mad <laughs> <laughs> we've also implemented email distribution groups yeah, you know, so if I need to send something to the sales team, I just send it to sales at rivermill.net. If I want to send it to the whole office staff, office at rivermill.net. Those help because it sends you know, an email to the right people. It keeps people it keeps the right people in the communication and it doesn't go to people who don't need it. We also use an app on our phones. You know how drivers have to do their daily inspections? Yeah. Yeah. There's an app for that. They do their daily inspections on that. And once they've completed it, it sends it to me, dad, and our maintenance technician. So we're all on the same page. We know what's going on with the trucks at all times. If there's any issues, they notate it on there. Yeah. We don't have to wait for them to get back from their route and say, okay, you're having an issue with your windshield or, you know, a rock hit your windshield that got cracked. We can go ahead and schedule it. What, what app is that? It's called Whip Around. Whip Around. Mm-hmm. Like whip, like as in a, something that you As in get, crack the whip. Yeah. Crack the whip. Okay. Whip Around is the app and it goes on like a mobile, does it go on driver's phones or do, do you provide those to drivers? All of our CDL trucks have tablets in them because we have, yeah, for the ELDs. Right. But all of our drivers have phones too. And you just download the app. I set up the users there. They log in with their email and password. and. Yeah, it tells them choose an asset. You pick the truck, and it they do a pre-trip inspection and a post-trip inspection every day. Wow! And so that app really solidifies both some internal communication that often gets missed when a driver shows up at six thirty at night and nobody's there to receive them per se. So you're automatically in real time, both in morning and evening, getting the actual inspection reports from them. Right. And I'm not just getting it. Dad's also getting it. And our ma- our in-house maintenance is also getting it. So he knows if the truck needs to be scheduled to come to go to the shop when it gets back. Interesting. So it's been a very helpful tool. We started using that about a year and a half ago, and it is really been a game changer on stuff. What I like about that is because you're talking about internal communication, but interestingly, using a tool like that allows for internal communication that doesn't necessarily seem like an internal communication tool, but yeah. in reality it is. But it keeps everybody up to date and on the same page. And that is what's important. Yeah, that's really good. Really good. So what other things are you doing internally to support and improve communication? Yeah, we have an open door policy. Anytime somebody needs to talk about anything, whether it be personal, business related or whatnot, we're always available. 
you know, anybody can come to me at any time. You know, I may be slaying busy, but if they say, Jay, I really need to talk to you. Okay, let's talk. Yeah, I, I do still put out memos. You know, we put out driver notes on work orders, of course, for, you know, upcoming stuff. One thing we have started doing in the past three or four years with driver notes is when we put a note in there, we put the date of service on there for that note. So we know once it's been completed to take that note out and it doesn't just stay on there, you know, approximately five bins to shred and it doesn't just stay on there for the next six months and the driver doesn't know Got if it. it's been done or not. Right. So, yeah, the purpose of everything was conveying get feedback from the drivers with driver meetings. Also, I, it helps identify areas of improvement, problem areas, things that are actually being implemented well. It helps us stay track on that. And it also helps us to recognize accomplishments. Right, right. Because, yeah, our drivers and our employees do a really fantastic job. And it also ensures that they have the resources they need. Right. Yeah. So in terms of your, so you talked about your, your whip around tool. Mm -hmm. So in your regular office staff meeting flow, do you use tools? Do you use a process? What's like, do you have a structure that you engage? What? Cause a lot of times there's, there's like a DNA to the way people do things. And I'm just wondering, do you have any specific types of ways that you do this that enhances that internal communication capability? Yeah. With our weekly meeting, you know, we start out with our maintenance technicians, say, what's going on with the trucks? That's the important thing. And then, you know, we move on to what's going on this week? You know, are there any issues? And then, you know, hey, what's going on with, sa with sales? What projects are you working on? You know, what do we need? And then we all, you know, we will also discuss, hey, I, I need a new report from the software vendor or, mm. or stuff along those lines. What do we, you know, now what do we need? The driver meetings, yes, I actually, it's usually about three or four pages worth of notes that I, I hand okay. out to every driver. There's also handouts. We open the meeting, then we go into new things as far as policies. Uh, we'll discuss trucks, their paperwork and their route. And we'll close it up with discussion points. Like I just had one last weekend. Uh, you know, one of the discussion points was, hey, we've got a new truck on order. Here's what it is. And here's when it should be here. Any routes that need improvement. Right. And I, I always end it with, okay, open discussion, whatever y'all want to talk about. Right. I wanna, yeah, I want to hear from y'all. It gives me a lot of feedback from the drivers. Yeah, I'll hear, this is an issue we're having. So we've actually been revising over the last month or two exactly how we're handling residentials because most red companies will tell you residentials can be difficult. So we've been kind of revising a checklist to, for the sales team to go over when dealing with a residential flight to eliminate those problems before the driver shows up. You know, one problem the drivers were having was we can't go on a concrete driveway. A CDL truck will crack a residential right. concrete. And we were showing up to these residential stops where it says park is a road. And they've got a quarter mile long driveway. <laughs> so, you know, we're trying, yeah. you know, we're coming up with a process to help alleviate those problems before they happen. At what point does the resident just need to meet you, meet you at the road with their stuff? What we're not going to do, what we are going to do. Um, and the drivers actually helped me refine. Interesting. That's, I mean, the boots on the ground, drivers are the eyes and ears of the company in many ways. It's not those of us in the office standing back and managing the spreadsheets and managing the data. It's those people on the front lines that are learning and seeing and experiencing all of the issues that show up that then cause you to come back and change policy, right? Exactly. It's not often the other way around. 
We talk to the customers all the time on the phone, but what you have to remember is the driver is the face of the company. They're the ones that the customer sees all the time, how well they perform their job. And, you know, if they've got the right tools, that goes back to the image of your company. They're the ones the customer actually puts you know, a name to a face with. And it's very important that, you know, we set them up to succeed. Yeah, that's really powerful. So the last couple of years, obviously, drivers have been in short supply. and I'm actually uh, looking for one right now. Are you? Yeah. So how does this internal communication mechanism, specifically around drivers, how do you believe it supported retention of drivers, stability of your workforce? Have you seen any connection to that? Yes, actually, most of our most of our drivers, we have one that actually left and then came back, but most of our drivers have been here at least four years. I've got some who have been here over 10. We want to keep our drivers happy. Yep. Yeah, you know, they do a good job. But the effect of all this is, you know, we have a more knowledgeable staff. Yeah. It increases teamwork. It helps increase morale because when they're giving feedback to us, it shows them that they matter. Their opinion is important, not just go do this. And that's important because with a small business, everybody becomes like, and you want communication with family and you want, you want to know what's on their mind, regardless of the topic. You want to know what's on their mind. You want yep. to be available and talk. But right. another, another effect of this is improved customer satisfaction and better online reviews. Mm. How do you connect that dot? We actually have issued business cards to our drivers with on the back of it. We have, you were serviced by, and they can write their name. And then there's our customer satisfaction survey written on there and also a QR code to where they can just scan it and it'll take them to a how did we do page. Good review. It takes them right to Google so they can leave a review there. We have one driver who literally gets five to six compliments a week. Wow. I mean, she is, she is constant Google reviews. It's hard to keep up with. So, so I'm just going to stop you there for a second because you just gave away a really interesting secret, which is she gets incredibly good reviews. And this, this I think is something that I, I believe our industry misses more than it gains is that some of the best drivers in the industry are actually women. Oh, yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he's amazing. Um, my driver in Savannah is a total rock star. I mean, doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, if you can do the job, we've got, yeah. a, we've got a place for you. Um, yeah, I think there's a stigma that a woman can't handle the job because there's a lot of heavy lifting and that is not the case. Right. You right. Know, if they yep. tell us in the interview, yes, we can handle it. We may say, okay, here's a full 95, prove it. But if you can handle the job and you can manage your route, then. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah. So what have been some of the obstacles in trying to improve internal communications? Where have you hit walls? Where have you hit roadblocks to that? Because. Inevitably, we all want communication to work, whether it's family or small business or large business. And communication has all these places where it runs into walls. So where have you found obstacles in your process? You have some people who are more resistant to new technology and new policies mm. than others. And that does create a little bit of an obstacle. Some of the things I've tried to implement did not go over well because of that. For the most part, I haven't had that many issues. Yeah, you know, there's a learning curve to everything, just like with a new software update or something along those lines. There's always going to be a bit of a learning curve. For the most part, most of these things I've tried to implement have gone over well and been well received. We also do group text with the drop. You know, oh, okay. When, when needed. And I actually tried to do a policy change on something with them yesterday and I didn't get very good feedback. So we went another, <laughs> we actually, we actually ended up going another route. <laughs> 
Well, some, yeah, sometimes we realize the biggest obstacle is us. We're, we're the ones trying to do stuff and we create these walls for ourselves. So yeah, yeah, that's interesting. So in terms of the flow of this, if another shredder came to you and said, what's the biggest lesson you've learned in this process of really improving your internal communication? What's the thing that you would say is the highest leverage point for you? Where do you get the best bang for the buck? Hmm. That's, that's actually a good question. I was, I would say my driver meetings, honestly. Really? Um, I have got, we have done so many policy revisions because of feedback from our drivers. Right. You know, we've created new routes. We rebalanced some routes. We've done away with some routes. They give us a lot of feedback. We say, you know, this is coming up and, you know, this is how we need to do it. And they say, well, we think we have a better way. And if you got a better way, I'm all ears, you know? So I think yeah. that is probably one of the best communication tools that we've implemented because you get feedback from the drivers. It also makes them feel like more yeah. of the team. And that is, that's important. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. And, you know, I like to ask, as we talk about this, is there an obvious or an overt value? I like to make these shows worth $10,000 to anyone listening. And it sounds to me like, I mean, while you can't put a deliberate number on this, it sounds like even in your, your high leverage internal meetings with your drivers, the benefit of that has shown up in terms of their stability, their retention, the impact, even what you said earlier on their ability to go out because they feel connected to go out and get reviews on a regular basis. That sounds like it's got a, a flywheel effect to it that works. Exactly. In it increased morale is always going to lead to increased employee retention. Yeah. Yeah. You have a happy employee. They are a hundred times more likely to stay with you than somebody who is just there in a warm body. And that's what we want. We want somebody who feels connected with the company. When we get somebody, we want them to stay. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's really good. So I was digging in a little bit on your history. And okay. I know that it sounds like a bit of a creeper kind of thing to do, but <laughs> I discovered that way back in the day, you studied IT, networking, servers, that kind of thing. And before you came into the family business, it sounds like. So how has that experience impacted how you think about running a shredding records, information management, data services business? How, how does that cause you to think differently? Or what did you bring from that history into the role you play now? Well, actually, I was in school when I started working here. I started, I started out working in the warehouse and then gradually worked into the office. And, but, um, yeah, my degree is a, is a, is a networking specialist. It's, Definitely decreased IT costs because I can handle all bad accounts. <laughs> um, yeah, but, that's cool. Yeah, that's a that's a major benefit, isn't it? Right there. Yeah, but also it also gives me more of a focus than a lot of companies on dealing with software vendors. If I'm ha you know if I'm having an issue or something, I will I definitely let the software vendor know. Hey, can this feature be added? This is an issue here. Here's what I've tried doing to see if we can get rid of it. It's not working. I need, I need further help setting up networking, setting up the email distribution groups. It's, it's easier when you can do it in-house than have to pay someone else to do it. Yeah. And outsource yeah. it. Yeah. Well, there's, there's an interesting way of thinking though, about the world that comes when you understand networking, when you understand topography of how a network sets up. And it makes me think actually, as you were talking today with my knowledge of what I found out in LinkedIn about you that even the way you're thinking about driver communication has in its roots a, a networking mechanism, right? Which is 
How do we keep connecting so that we never have downtime, so that we never have issues in the network? And internal communication to me is all about this perpetual networking effect that you're doing. That means you're plugged in and that RJ45 never Mm -hmm. loses its connection, right? So, And and with networking, it's also setting up security, right? protecting your network. So Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Well, Jay, I really appreciate you sharing this. I I love this concept of internal communication, the levers that you've pushed to ensure that that happens, and then the impact of that on your business. And I really appreciate you taking the time to share this with us on the Shred Coach Podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Tom. Thanks again for listening to the Shred Coach Podcast with Tom Adams. Make sure to tune in every week for a brand new $10,000 strategy or idea from trusted shredding and business professionals.